BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode is very exciting. Finally, guys, we are posting, sharing, whatever it might be, um, the episode with OK Sis. So Maddie and Scout and Lauren Elizabeth of Mood, some of my favorite people in the entire world. Also, my two favorite podcasts and my favorite girls. So really excited for this episode. We recorded this right before I left LA. I meant for this to go up about a month ago but then you know we had some problems with quarantine the footage was in a different area we you know we got it it's all under control taylor the producer saved the day and now we have this amazing episode to listen to um this is like kind of friend advice big sister it's super fun um i think it's great i love them so i think you guys are gonna love it also actually conveniently enough um this week i'm also recording an episode for the okay sis podcast again because they are doing a fun little happy hour thing on thursday so as this episode is up there's gonna be another one on the okay sis podcast so go listen to that as well anyways guys oh i have some fun announcements and i also have some things to share with you guys that i've been loving um all these things will be linked on the newsletter if you guys haven't joined the mailing list you need to but um Um, First matter of business, I am currently having a pretty large Instagram giveaway. So if you guys just head on over to Kenzie Elizabeth and then click the photo on my profile with all my friends in New York, Uh, not all of my friends, a lot of my friends in New York, we are giving away four $500 Visa gift cards. So all the information is on that post. It's really easy to find on my profile. So if you guys are needing you know, any excitement in life. I know it's been a really hard time financially for pretty much everyone. Um, we wanted to give back. So that's on Instagram. Go check it out. Now I'm going to share a few things that I've been loving. I have a lot of books, guys, because I think I've read probably eight books in the past month and I'm just going to read even more. I'm really a reading machine. I read an entire book on Sunday, guys. So that's really what I've been doing. Uh, So I guess we're going to start with the books. I think last week I told you guys about Dolly Parton's book and how much I love her and she's my idol. Literally, I'm obsessed with her. Oh my gosh. I could go on and on about how Dolly Parton is like saving the world, but that'll be another podcast. Um, I read The Ruthless Elimination of Her I don't know if I, I I don't remember the last intro that I recorded guys sue me okay if I've already talked about this I'm so sorry but it is so incredible that book has really changed my life if you guys are someone who especially for like if you're a type 3 enneagram and overachiever whatever that might be whatever that might look like for you um read that book I think it's so incredible I think it's so healing like you just feel so amazing after it um again like It's not 
I, the whole like anti-hustle culture thing I think has been taken out of context. It's not to work less. It's just to kind of manage the load in a better way. Um, and also kind of looking out for who you are over what you're doing and just taking care of yourself. So I think it's a really amazing book to read, especially during this time. Then I read The Sacred Search. My friend Janina Mapula recommended it. I read that book in like a day. It's a really easy read. It was really interesting. It's really great with relationships. Um, and then guys, I am currently reading Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It is so incredible. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and Get Out of Your Head are in my like top three books ever now. I'm not even done with Get Out of Your Head and I've taken I think 20 pages of notes. It is so helpful if you guys are someone who deals with like any sort of anxiety, any sort of spiraling thoughts, anything like that, you need this book. It is changing my life. It's really helpful and I just love it. We actually, my friend Val and I are starting this kind of like steady thing on um, Tuesday nights on Zoom. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys would know. Um, I would love for any of you guys to join. It's super fun. But our first one's actually this week. I'm really excited. Um, Or actually, as you guys are listening to this, it already happened. So I'm sure I loved it. Um, Anyways, I kind of want to go through and study that book just because it's been so good and I think it would be really helpful for a lot of people um also I have been loving my Amazon slippers I wear them every single day I keep getting tagged in stories from you guys ordering them which I'm confused because they're sold out so I need to know how you guys are getting them because Brooke texted me and said they're sold out until May so I really just need to get to the bottom of this um also very very exciting I bought my rooftop furniture so that should be coming in Who knows? I mean, probably the next week, two weeks. I don't know. I'm really excited. I'm going to vlog the entire process. It's going to be so amazing, especially because we're probably going to be stuck in our houses for who knows how long. Dallas actually extended our stay at home from April 30th to May 20th. And then they went back on it and it's back to April 30th. So I don't really understand. I personally feel like we're going to be home for quite some time. So, you know, it is what it is, people. Also, I want to buy candles and support small businesses. So let me know if you guys have any good um like small businesses that sell candles that aren't too pricey because you know working on a budget after I just really bought the whole new rooftop furniture thing that was really a lot oh last thing guys okay so I'm really trendy and hip and cool now because I made the TikTok whipped coffee I normally drink my coffee black so like I'm not gonna act like I'm obsessed with it I love the coffee I think it's good but I'm someone who doesn't really like a lot of sugar in the coffee and you know it's like pretty sugary but if you like coffees lattes whatever anything like that you guys will love this it was so good and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about there's a whipped coffee that's gone viral on TikTok if you google it the recipe shows up really quickly it's really easy to find um so I feel pretty trendy I do have a TikTok and I was into it and I am into it but I feel like I'm just not I don't know how to make the videos good guys if anyone could give me like a TikTok tutorial I would really appreciate that also was it wrong for me to edit my TikTok videos in Final Cut Pro because that's where I really thrive so anyways hope you guys enjoyed this week's intro I love you guys so much oh my gosh I think my office chair arrived today I think that's what the door bell was earlier very exciting but I love you guys so much I hope you guys enjoy this episode listen to mood listen to okay sis my favorite people my favorite podcast love you guys so much and let's get into the episode Okay, guys, I just discovered my new favorite subscription. It's called Causebox, and I need to tell you all about it. Okay, 
So Causebox is a quarterly, which means four times a year, subscription box curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have positive mission to give back and make the world better. I love all these things. I love that it's by women for women. You guys know that I love trying out new products and brands, especially ones that have a good mission that are giving back to the world. Every Causebox is limited edition and comes with six to eight full-size products. So you can get everything from skincare and jewelry to home homewares and accessories, basically all of my favorite categories. The last four boxes sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 worth of product for only $50. I got my own sample box and here's just a few of my favorite things that were in it. Okay, so in the current box, they have a sustainable grocery starter kit. They have this really cute Zoe crossbody by Pixie Mood. They have, guys, this is my current favorite, the stackable bento box. You guys know how much I love cooking and meal prepping and all that stuff. So this is my current favorite. They also have a gem necklace. They have a super eye duo. They also have an exclusive magazine that tells a story and mission behind each product in the box, which I love. I love knowing the stories behind brands and products. So I absolutely love Causebox. So they ship it right to your door for free and opening it and feeling like I got myself a huge surprise gift. It feels like my birthday mixed with Christmas with another birthday. It's just the best thing ever. The best part is that I, of course, got my listeners an exclusive discount. So you guys can go to www.causebox.com slash I love you and use the code I love you. Again, that is causebox.com and use the code I love you to get your first box for 30% off. So as in you guys can get your first box that is worth $250 for less than $39 and free shipping. So go to causebox.com right now. You guys are going to love it. Again, that is causebox.com slash I love you and use code I love you. All right, guys, let's get back into the episode. Welcome to the I Love You So Much podcast with Kendi Elizabeth. Scout, your turn. Oh my God. Wait, no, this is putting you on the spot. I don't know. Lauren, your turn. You said you wanted to talk, so fucking talk. (laughs) No, I just feel like with, okay, let me, wait. This is your first time to get a warning. Let me make a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. If you don't hear, this is Scout. If you don't hear from me for the rest of the podcast, it's just because I'm a like smaller personality than all of you guys and I might get drowned, (laughs) but I will try to, you know, say my piece. I'll make sure to like come and jump in and save you. I'll be like your lifeguard of the podcast. Because Mads is not and she will talk over me until the cows come home. Hundo P. Why do you have yeah. cows? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Hi, Kenzie. Hey, guys. As you guys can tell, we have OK Sis here and Mood. Would you guys like to say your names, maybe, so people... Yeah, I'll promote them. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lauren Elizabeth. I have a podcast called Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. And if you love Kenzie and OK Sis and not me, that's OK, because I have episodes with <laughs> all of them on my podcast. So there is a way to go listen. Right before recording, the, er, we hit record. Lauren was just saying we have the OK Sis like live show tomorrow. And Lauren was just saying that she's going to have a really hard time not being the center of attention. So she's asking to be brought up on stage. And Scout doesn't seem into it. I don't think I mean, I might. I might. I might bring you up. If Lauren gets brought up, then so do I. That's not fair. Oh my God. Should we just bring everybody up? Like everyone that... No. Then you're not not the center of attention. Lauren, you can go and then I'll just like be in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like... You guys should like... Just like walk back and forth in the background. Just be like, oh, I love that. You know what I mean? Just to get in all the photos. Yeah, I guess. Okay, okay. Okay. Good plan. Hello, my name. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. This is going to be to shame. Lauren, you just put me to shame. I burp literally all day long and you put me to shame. Oh my God, that was insane. Oh, I think this guy, the celery juice is coming out the other hole. The celery juice make you burp? 
It makes you like just extract everything from your body. I, need I was tomorrow. pooping all day yesterday. Oh, like, what a dream! Video? Out of my butthole. You put on a YouTube video, right? I feel like I heard that from you, celery juice. No, I just put it on my story today. Okay. Um, hello, my name is Maddie, and I am half of OK Sis, and this is going to be the most unhinged, out of control podcast because we have three alpha women. I mean, Scott is an alpha woman, but Thanks, you're not asshole. loud. We're, um, we're we're just loud and like borderline obnoxious, you know? Yeah. But look at the best way possible. Dynamic personalities. Yeah, we're, exactly. yeah, that's our new thing. Dynamic. That's what we call ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And we're all snuggling on a couch. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Scout. I already introduced myself. So, yeah. I'm the other half of OK Sis. That's all you want to say. I am the older sister to Mads. I am quieter. And mm. through the process of having a podcast with Mads, I have come out of my shell a little bit. So cute. So this is a big moment for me. I feel really comfortable with you guys. Love you. And that's about <laughs> it. And then I have my little puppy Pomeranian Luna, who is two and a half months, just cuddling with me right now. Looney oh too. This is so cute. I know. I just wanted to make sure that I gave you some more time to talk. Just because just in case I get lost for the rest of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just want to like get this like out in the open so we can just all like agree. So we all technically met podcasting and I would just, I would speak for myself as well as all of you that we're definitely the, the favorite friends that have come out of this. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. Didn't someone just name our group chat podcast sisters? It was me. Today? It was you. That's yeah. So oh, cute. I meant to start up this podcast. Hey, sisters. Hey, sisters. I did it. There we go. <laughs> Wait, is that like a song? Is that a song? <laughs> or did you just what make that up? I felt like it had a melody. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to know what that was? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Was that a song? <laughs> okay. Also. So you guys are actually sisters. Not addressing it. Y'all think that Lauren and I are sisters. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to let the record show right here and right now. I was with Maddie podcasting and I looked at You can listen to our episodes. No, it was on the podcast. It was on the podcast. Oh, it was on the podcast. And I literally said, that's so weird that Lauren and Kenzie have the same last name. I didn't think you were related. I just thought Elizabeth was actually your last name. Ah, I see. Okay. So you didn't think we were related. You thought we had the same last name. Yes. And I was which like, that is, is so random. Which is still weird. Which is so weird. <laughs> Elizabeth is like the number one middle name. Okay, like yeah. no offense, but it's kind of a Goisha name. So I don't know anybody named Elizabeth. Like it's a Shiksa name. Like um, I don't know anyone named for Elizabeth. For anyone listening, Goya and Shiksa means non-Jewish. Yeah, just <laughs> isn't, isn't Goya like something that you can get from like dim sum? Uh, maybe. Okay. But Goy is a non-Jew. And then a Shiksa is a non-Jew girl. I'm learning so much. Yeah, you're learning a lot. So clearly the episode is really off to a great start. So far, since this is a podcast, a collaboration, if you will, all three shows coming together, I decided that we're going to do a current, obs- <laughs> current obsession mood booster under $100 that you've Found in the past six months. Oh, that is that. such a good idea. Oh my the way God, here. That's Thanks, so guys. Cute. That's great. Okay, Lauren, you go first. Thanks for giving us a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I have a lot. I have a lot. We're I feel like the like biggest assholes ever. <laughs> I feel like you guys should be able to. I have something. Oh, yeah. I have shit. Something. Oh under $100? Okay. 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 All, my, all my shit's under $100, so we're good. <laughs> Lauren would have Lauren, you could do it. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't look at the numbers. It makes me think of algebra. Okay. <laughs> algebra. And I never graduated. Um, mm. I didn't graduate either. It's okay. Uh, we're in the same. Okay, yeah, we're good. I was gonna we're say good. high school, and I was like, wait, no, I didn't do that. I always like to really low my low blow myself. Um, can I go last? Yeah, I can go. Yeah, you go. 
Um, Who's taking the fucking lead? Yeah, here we go. Yes, I just got to get my piece in. I would say under $100, the emu slippers, the black emu slippers that I wear. That those are under $100? Yeah, they're like 70 bucks. Oh, mm-hmm. those are the best. They're the best. And there's, they're poofy and black and fuzzy and warm and I love them. And I'm, but okay, so here's my dilemma though. I kind of wore them outside and so I don't Oof. know. So yeah. I don't know if they're the indoor slipper or if they're the outdoor slipper. Mm, I literally just talked to the man outside the Starbucks that's always there. <laughs> oh yeah. About this the, the other man. day. And we're really good friends. And I literally said the same thing. And he was like, I like your slippers. And I, my only reaction was like, oh my God, thank you so much. But like, they were supposed to be indoor slippers. Yeah. And now I'm outside in them. And it's such a predicament. Well, because they have a black soul. So you can't, I've gone outside with them Yeah, too. but you don't want to walk around I your know. house with your outside so slippers. So I think, I think yeah. they're my outside slippers because okay. I walked about a mile. Oh, in okay. They're so your outside they're slippers. They're my outside slippers. Your feet don't get schwitzy? I mean, it was a cold day. It was oh. in the morning. Well, yeah, quite a walk. Well, because I park. Okay, I park like 0. 0.7 miles, oh, 0.6 miles away from my office because I need a seems lot. Seems silly to do that. Well, because <laughs> guys, you try to get a fucking lot in Little Italy. It, they're very hard Wait, to you get. You do that every day. Yeah, it's a ten minute walk, guys. Maybe oh. you should. It's not a big deal. Okay, well, Lauren, literally, let's not forget that she first drove to your house. That is practically on the same street. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you gotta get to drive today. I drove here. You <laughs> drove here, Lauren? Lauren. I literally <laughs> turned on your street and I was. I said out loud by myself, "Why did I drive here?" Oh my god, Lauren. my car's outside. No, you didn't. Okay, to to Lauren's credit though, crossing Beverly is very hard. Yes, it okay, is there very. There is scary. a stoplight. There's a crosswalk. Yeah, there's a crosswalk all the way around. It's a little bit nippy out. Yeah. And okay. I had my hydro flask, my dark chocolate okay, pretzel Okay, she got a new thins. car too, so whatever. You, you can get a new car? Yeah, you can come see it after. I'm going to. It's exciting. She's not that I'm like now. into myself or obsessed with anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean... So hyper aware. I'm going to give you a big mazel because that's fucking amazing. Buying a new car is great. Yeah. Oh, I just like traded. Like that's like the thing. It's like I just traded it in. Like yeah, it's still, really it's not a new cool. car. That's great. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, woo, like paid. Like when the direct deposit hits, it was like, there's no direct deposit, but I think I need a new car. Let's fingers cross this goes through okay we are accepting compliments in 2020 right, Lauren. Right, right. Okay. yeah that's what's your what's subject. your current obsession that's a mood booster that's under a hundred dollars motherfucker okay <laughs> what a collab crossover so love true. it i have this essential oil and it's very bougie so i think it was like Three bucks, like it's a little. It's not bougie oh wow! For essential oils. Oh, is it? No, hair is like twenty five to thirty five. Wait, oh, thirty is expensive. It's expensive. I got it at Vince, which oh. then you know it's like bougie yeah. central. But it's called Campo, and the um, scent is bergamot and sandalwood. So it literally Oof. feels like Santal. Like it, it is incredible, and it's supposed to energize you. So I put it on in the morning. On it's like a little roller on my wrist. Mm. You take a deep breath, and you are just like ready. You're ready for the day. Wow. It is a mood booster for sure. Love it. You know, I think I'm going to go off what you were saying because I actually haven't talked about this on any of my podcasts yet. But technically, the diptyque in the Le Labo candles are under $100. Are they ex- are they expensive as fuck candles? 100%. But I was reading when I was doing my YouTube video the other day where I did seven things I do when I'm down or anxious. They're really expensive. I was reading this article and it was like, you should be able to buy yourself a fucking expensive candle and like, light it and feel fucking good and just take care of yourself and 
I don't know why when you light like the nicer candles, like it's just more of an experience. Like it's a genuine mood booster. So it is under a hundred dollars, but it's expensive and it makes the best gift. Like I can never True. have enough of these. It's my go-to gift for anyone. It's my favorite gift to receive. And when I run out, I feel really like guilty going and buying one, but it's like the biggest mood booster and it's under a hundred dollars and I'm obsessed with it because lately I've been spending a lot of time with myself. Is it isolation? I don't know. Wait, can't you like personalize those too? On Lilabo, you can personalize. So that's why it's really the best gift. Yeah, because for my anniversary, for yeah. my engagement, someone got me a Lilabo candle and it said the Sobels on it. Oh my God. It's like really Precious. small. It's not like the whole label, but it's like really small on the label. So I always do like happy holidays, like XLE girl, like whatever it is. Like, I love that. It's this, that's how I feel with my Byredo con- uh, candle. Ooh, yeah. It is, it is like an experience. Ooh, when I'm I obsessed with Byredo too. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, that was actually a good one. Good job, Lauren. Thank you um, so much. Did I say the vinyls on yours no because you said scandal okay good thank god (laughs) so anyways mine currently so i got my new house in texas right and i accidentally like in my house here i had this cute like little drake record that someone sent me whatever and then i had the perfect what do you you mean little drake like drake (laughs) vinyl Drake himself, Drake. Drake, Drake himself came to my house and dropped it off. Anyways, like okay. it was like a, a vinyl. What am I? I don't know what a Drake. Drake. <laughs> it's like a record. A record. She's not saying Drake is little. She's saying the record I might the be record. small. Oh. For the record, it's a record. Yeah, thank you. So, anyways, and it was framed and it was really cool and it's been in my living room for forever. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a brilliant idea. So I went on Urban and I got Destiny's Child and the first Casey Musgraves album. And so Perfect. now I have those for my house in Texas. And that's really great, cute decor. And the frames that I got make it not tacky. Like it actually looks really nice. Mm. And the frames are like, it's all in the frames, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like it's a really good personalized touch to my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. The I, Casey I only Musgraves need... of it all is perfect. <sighs> the Destiny's Casey. Child is, wow. Yeah. Destiny's Child, I think, was my first concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. I was like six or seven. I don't know. It was great. My first was Britney Spears. Like, That's amazing. Row. My Britney first was NSYNC. Oh, wow. These are amazing. What was yours, Mads? I think it was NSYNC too. We were probably together. Yeah. 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 Probably because we're sisters. <laughs> All right, guys, really quickly, we are going to talk about caliper CBD. So, you guys know I love wellness, and there are countless products that promise kind of promoting wellness, like drastic diets, just extreme fitness routines, over the top, like supplements, all that stuff. The list never ends. But who says taking care of yourself needs to be so hard? Okay, so what's great about CBD is that it helps you feel better without having to make drastic changes to your routine. It's also very efficient, which you guys know I love efficiency and just small things that I can add to my routine. I already kind of have my routine that I like, so I'm not necessarily looking to make a crazy drastic change, but I would love some of the benefits from CBD. So that is why I love Caliper. So let's be real though. A lot of the droppers full of like the funny tasting, just, I don't know, CBD oils can just taste a little bit weird, a little grassy, have a weird aftertaste. So they have made a more precise and reliable CBD product that's easier to take than CBD oil. You get all the benefits of CBD in a tasteless dissolvable powder that your body absorbs more rapidly. So you can feel better naturally without having to make a lot of changes to your lifestyle. I personally like putting Caliper in like a nice evening tea where you're already trying to wind down. It's just very relaxing. It comes in these convenient pre-measured packets. These are amazing for on the go because you can also just throw it in your morning coffee, a smoothie, um, a mocktail if you're out. They also have like protein shakes and water. I notice that I just feel a lot less stressed out and a lot 
calmer when I use it, which is always what I am looking for. If you guys know me, you're probably laughing. Um, but yeah, I love it. I know it also helps a lot of people snooze easier. Caliper CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs that you can get started for under $20. All natural, non-GMO ingredients, no fillers, no added chemicals or artificial flavors. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code I love you at trycaliper.com slash I love you. Again, that is 20% off your first order when you use promo code I love you. Trycaliper.com slash I love you. So I think that we should do a little bit of an advice giving podcast, just all as friends. And I asked the audience, our live audience right now, for, <laughs> for questions. We all sound so sane that we should be giving advice. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why it's funny. Please do like, not take any of this advice. Take, what is it? Take it with a with grain, grain of, of salt. salt. Okay, I'm just going to say that I have great advice and I'm stoked You about would this. have great advice. I'm excited. I mean, I have Scout, good advice. You're, you're, you're wise. Lauren, Thanks. you actually gave me very good advice the other night. Oh, I know I did. Mm-hmm. I went to bed happy about that. I had to send you that article stuff. Oh, yeah, please do. Okay, so the first... Okay, so I I did save a few. And I'm not going to lie, I did save a few just thinking that, you know, certain ones of you could answer better than others. Okay. Okay. So the first one I think (laughs) would be dealing with haters. And I think we should let Lauren... Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Everyone turn to Lauren! (laughs) Lauren just whipped her head around. But people keep asking how to deal with hate. So, I mean, I personally can't relate to this, but I do have a few tips. (laughs) If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I got a lot of hate the other week and had a full mental breakdown. It was really fun. I've also been on the internet for like, what, like 10 years almost? 2011. Yeah, almost... 10 years oh my god so i think it's like but is someone asking this because they get hate on social media or like People in general are just like how to deal with hate so i think they're just asking from how us to, how we deal with hate how to deal with negativity and hate let's say i mean a lot of people are always like you can't pay attention to it but obviously i think that certain things strike a chord so i think for me what i did is i i was like why is this actually striking a chord with me because if someone like let's say for instance i'd always get comments being like you're too skinny which sounds like oh wow poor you but it's like well, you're literally saying something to be insulted and it's fucking annoying. It's like, I've looked like this my whole life. Like, stop trying to act like I'm doing something different, but it's just in my head. And then two seconds later, I don't really care because I'm just like comfortable in my own body. Right. But when it bothers you, then it clearly is like, oh, you're not comfortable with something about yourself. So for me, I really had to like look inward and be like, why is this striking such a chord with me? And then figure out a solution of a, like how I was going to handle it. I also like had to like let myself fucking cry it out and have a panic attack, but that's besides the point. Like you had to like deal with it and then just kind of actually look inward and figure out what's wrong so that you can become stronger and like feel better from it, but you still don't want to like address every little thing or else that's like all you're doing. So you do have to learn how to let it roll off your back. But when it really strikes a chord with yourself, then it's like, okay, why is this like hitting so deep? Yeah. And then you figure out what's wrong with yourself. Very well said. Yeah. The thing that kind of striked me the most about that whole week for you was you have been on the internet for Mm. so long and your whole product is yourself, which is Mm really hard because when people criticize criticize you they're criticizing your character yeah. and if you're trying to evolve if you're trying to make shifts in your life it's really hard for people for for you to hear those things i just like i can't imagine so i don't know i just i think you handled it so well with being mm-hmm. able to recognize that yeah these comments are touching on something and maybe there is some truth in it i didn't feel 
fully myself in the podcast sphere. And now I'm making changes and you've made, you've like implemented actual items right and change which i i was excited to hear the next episode i was like what's going to be different about it and it does i feel like you took all that feedback and implemented it and thank god i had kenzie there to like relaunch the (laughs) podcast so i wasn't just like by myself but it's like if you're getting like a million hate comments it's so different than like there's just a few and then there's like a hundred or whatever so it's when there's like an underlying theme you're like wait okay if there's like everyone saying this then you really have to think about it but I think for like, like just people that deal with negativity and stuff, it's like you have to do a similar thing, but then without the addressing it on social media part, you know, or maybe addressing it with a friend. Yeah. Personal inventory. If someone's like, you're a bitch, then it's like, well, why am I a bitch actually? And I apologize for being a bitch. Or it's like, no, you're toxic. Peace out, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also I love how the first thing, I mean, I've already talked to you about this like multiple times at this point, but I know that you guys are the unicorns that do read your podcast reviews and I applaud you guys for that. But podcast reviews are the meanest place on the internet. I was just talking to Brooke today and she's like, oh my God, if I want to cry myself to sleep, like I haven't read them in months. Like I don't read mine. Like out of anything, I've been on the internet for six, seven years and out of anything I've ever posted, the comment section, anything, podcast reviews are the meanest. And then also I think- Yeah, yeah, you can go like I looked at a bunch of people's just to like see because I was genuinely like so shell shocked because, yeah, I've been on YouTube, like YouTube and all this stuff. And there was a point where I didn't read YouTube comments for a couple years and I would just have someone else read them for me to let me know like the general feedback, like if there was something wrong, which I should have done with the podcast. That's a great solution to like actually not get invested in it. Like my assistant will come over. She'll be like, okay, so these this is like the majority of the comments. Here are a couple things, but like it really wasn't a lot. And it's just like such a better kind of human connection and like a way of communication but it's I was more like, like strategy based and like yeah. data it's like yeah okay this is this is what's working this is not what's working like, like this is what people want and, this is what people don't want and, and then not it's hearing not, people being like you're a fucking or like, like i don't want this shit yeah. it's my assistant being like people would prefer yeah exactly <laughs> i think too what you said about being like oh am i being that way is so important because it's really easy to deflect and i feel like yeah. more often than not people are like oh my god you suck like i'm cutting you off whatever which sometimes people do suck like I'm not saying that but I also think it's important to be like oh is there some sort of truth Mm -hmm. to what they're saying that I could improve more so taking it as constructive criticism yeah but also I agree like the things that will bother me are like what we were talking about the other day and I literally talked about this earlier today but the whole concept of being too much like as a girl with a big personality typically you're told to tone it down your entire life and I'm like I didn't really realize until probably six months ago that that still bothers me so those comments when they're like oh it's like we're actually all like very down to earth and like really normal and like whatever but especially my humor like when I'm like oh blah, blah, like saying all this stuff like it's can definitely come off as like I'm conceited or whatever and I'm not it's just my humor but like I don't really know how to like you know what I mean? I think it's, it's like if you're not self-aware, it's like an issue. But if you are self-aware, there should be no problem getting like hate comments and stuff. Yeah. Because then it's like you're already looking inward. So you just have to do it from like an outsider's perspective as yeah, well. I have a problem where I'm so intense about even constructive criticism and stuff that's actually good for me to hear. And this is something I'm working on, you know, in my relationship with my husband, which I think I've gotten a lot better with. But sometimes when just someone tells me I did something wrong, I take it so 
personally and so hard and I get so anxious and overwhelmed. And so I'm really learning to take just constructive criticism from friends and family. And, and you know, that's not necessarily, it might be negative, but it's not a hater necessarily, but it's about how do you respond to stuff like that? How do you take a step back and not be defensive and then say to yourself, okay, where's the merit in this and where can I do better? Yeah. I think it's like when someone like, even like my boyfriend the other day was like, uh, he was so mad at me because I told him the wrong place to go, which was obviously a totally an accident. And in my mind, I was like, I didn't do anything wrong. Why are you annoyed at me? And it was just like me, 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 I, I, I. And I just realized that all I should have said was, oh, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. And I totally understand how that's frustrating. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, it won't happen again. Like, it doesn't always have to be like, what do you mean? I like, and you like defend yourself. Sometimes you just have to like respect other people's feelings. Like in those kind of like relationship standpoints too. Apologizing goes Mm -hmm. like, if you're just, if you're just, you were talking about this the other night, if you just show up and you're like my mistake, I'm sorry. I admit it. Just own up to it. It the situation so much because no one can just let go of your ego. Like I think that, that was a huge thing, a learning lesson in my relationship as well. I, would always fight back and I would be very defensive. So I'm like, I'm right. Like, what are you talking about? But the moment you soften that and you just kind of let go of the ego, it, you, one, you don't fight as much. And then two, it, the fights become more like discussions rather than heated moments. And they become like, Oh, I'm so sorry about that. And then it done move on. I literally told Kenzie like two nights ago, I, I said, if it is like, is it a moral issue or like something that's like really the foundation of your relationship? Like if not, like if you're just trying to fight back to prove that you're right or to prove like to lash at them and show them like, that's when you just say, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's like, not unless worth- they're like, say something like so controversial and you're like, I do not agree with that. Like that goes against everything I believe in. If they're like, you're annoying. It's like, I'm not annoying, but you can just be like, yeah, probably. I'm sorry. I'm annoying you. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy. Yeah. I feel like Quentin and I don't like, I mean, we argue, but we don't have actual fights because we never, I mean, he's not the kind too. And I also grew up with like eight siblings. So it's very, which you would think would kind of be the opposite, but it's just like, I've learned to just, I don't want to deal with it. So I think we're both now, like we're very quick to say sorry but that's like the we'll have like discussions, but they're not heated, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just so much better. And when you're younger, you want them to be heated too. Totally. Yeah. Like my one friend was like, sometimes I just want him to yell at me. And I'm like, oh, I, was, I was never I'm like, like that. that's because you're 22 and I was you never like want that. passionate sex. Like, I don't want anyone to yell at me ever. Yeah. No, like, I'm never. like, mm, no, no. I want it to be fight for me. Like, no, you no. don't want that after no. fighting for you is different than yelling at you in an argument. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. Okay, next one. Okay, ironically enough, this is already kind of talked about tonight and I really actually didn't push these all to one person. Are you praying this at me again? <laughs> okay, no, what no, is no. it? What is we it? We were already talking about it because Maddie said something. It's not me. So they were just asking how to accept compliments. They were like, I'm really kind of, I feel oh, like- well, that's not for me. I'm really bad at <laughs> that's it. That's for whatever. me. That's for me. Okay, let's hear it. So I, we actually talked about this on our podcast the other week. I was just noticing that it happened a lot because we only interview women and every time we would send them a compliment, they would either deflect it or say no that, or, or no, diminish, diminish the, the accomplishment and all this stuff. And I feel as if I was listening to a lot of male podcasts at the same time and I realized that men were so much better at just saying thanks. And it just bothered me that women feel as if they need to 
diminish themselves and minimize themselves in the face of an accomplishment or a compliment. And you don't, even if you don't believe it, that's okay. But just to look someone in the eye and say, thank you so much for the compliment. I think it's so, it, it seeps into your subconscious. Even if you don't feel it in that moment, you can feel a sense of, wow, someone else acknowledged something in me and maybe I should acknowledge that in myself. But if you immediately cower away from a compliment, you're saying to yourself, I'm not enough. That's not true. I I still haven't accomplished enough. And so I personally in my life, and Mads can attest to this, I celebrate wins like it's nobody's business. Like the smallest things that happen in our podcast or in my business or in my life, I am like popping champagne, like not seriously, but sometimes. And (laughs) I, I mean, I celebrate every little thing because I just don't understand if you're doing all of this, what's the point of not realizing, oh shit, I did that. And oh shit, that's cool. And wow, go me. I think people fear it because they don't want to come off as conceited, which, which I think is is a misconception because if I gave someone a compliment and they proudly and confidently took it and actually internalized it, I would feel good. I wouldn't feel like, oh, that's weird that she didn't deflect. Like, I think we we have this twisted back way of thinking that if we deflect, then the other person won't think that we are self-involved. But I I admire it more when someone takes ownership and a compliment. But also there's like this whole thing of we're supposed to love ourselves, right? Like that's what we're all searching for is to love ourselves. But then once we get there, we're like, oh, are we conceited? You know, it's like, that's not cool. Living here, especially, it's like people that move here because they like think they're great at something. And it's like a city full of like talented people. And so I think like, at least I like trained myself to like not celebrate the small wins, to like keep achieving and to like not recognize my talent, be humble, be grounded, like keep my Midwest roots. And then literally when I recorded with you guys and you were complimenting me, I cowered, I deflected. And I never thought about it. Like how you said, Maddie, from the other side of... Because then I think about me complimenting someone and I would want them to say thank you, too. So it's weird that I can't even say thank you. But it is like almost the city that we live in, too, because it's so cutthroat that you want to make sure that people know that you're like humble and not like. But you could be humble and and confident in yourself. Can I tell you how I honestly felt when you deflected? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be like, I wish this fucking girl knew how great she was. And that makes me sad that you didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted you to be like, thanks. Like, yeah, I did that. And I would be like, fuck, yeah. You know, yeah, like that's what I want from women. Women, especially women to, to be able to stand in their power and say, yeah, thank you. I, I think it's that. like a daily, like a good daily reminder too. Yeah. Cause like, it is that thing in our brains. Like it's not on autopilot yet. Like, oh, okay, I'm just going to start taking compliments. Like you have to like really train yourself into that too. And that's, that's one thing we, we mentioned on our podcast when Scout brought it up is I think I am really good in the moment of owning the compliment, but I struggle with internalizing it after the fact. Like it doesn't actually seep in or affect my productivity or affect any of my goals because sometimes I don't feel that about myself. So I think that's another layer that is needs to be learned by all of us. Yeah. I feel like I do both of that. Like if I do say thank you, I don't know if I actually... Not that it doesn't mean something to me, but I don't know if I actually like really believe it almost. But or I'll just be like, oh, like whatever. I think too, it's like there's always someone who's better at what you're doing. So it's like, oh, but they're doing, you know what I mean? It's like a comparison. And like, it's like, well, in my mind, I know that someone's doing it better. So like, why are you even complimenting me? Like, yeah, yeah, but it's like, thank you. But, you know, like I still have so much more to go or like whatever it is. 
Okay, guys, a really quick break to talk about one of my favorite sponsors, Go Macro. You guys know at this point how much I love Go Macro. I am quite the snacker. I really like things to just be quick, easy, and efficient. And I'm a really normally a gal on the go, but uh, you know, we're all in our houses right now. Um, but even in my office, I like just having snacks near me. And in order to maintain my healthy lifestyle and feel the best that I want to feel. I keep healthy snacks near me, which is why Go Macro is one of my go-tos. Honestly, it is my go-to. I actually just picked up a whole new box of them. Actually, I think like two days ago and I just keep eating them and I'm literally obsessed with them. So if you guys are needing some exciting news at this time, our friends at Go Macro have just released their newest macro bar flavor, double chocolate and peanut butter chips. This is my all-time favorite flavor for anything. So the fact that it's in Go Macro is like my favorite thing ever. So their mouthwatering new flavor blends protein-rich peanuts, fair trade, vegan chocolate, creamy organic peanut butter, and their very own house-made peanut butter chips. And just when you thought it couldn't get any better, they tossed in a handful of their delicious chocolate chips too. So all macro bars are made from simple, high-quality ingredients and are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. Get your hands on Go Macro's new double chocolate and peanut butter chip macro bar by going to gomacro.com and using promo code I love you for 30% off plus free shipping. Again, that is just gomacro.com using promo code I love you for 30% off plus free shipping. If you guys have not already joined the mailing list, you guys would not know, but I have this in every single email. So you guys are reminded and able to go shop very easily. I love Gomacro because it is a mother daughter owned vegan protein bar company that believes a balanced plant-based lifestyle is key to a healthy body, sharp mind, and bold spirit. There are 16 different flavors. They also have oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, blueberry cashew butter. It's just seriously they're so freaking good and if you have a food allergy or a dietary restriction do not fear because they have you with three delicious nut-free flavors including oatmeal chocolate chip maple sea salt and sunflower butter plus chocolate again that is gomacro.com and use promo code i love you for 30 percent off plus free shipping for a limited time so you guys want to make your orders today again gomacro.com using promo code i love you for 30 percent off plus free shipping for a limited time. Love you guys so much. Go check out Go Macro and let's get back to the episode. What did you do to switch it? I think that I just became really confident in myself and I, I, I've been through a whole mental health journey. And so I think in this year, I've accomplished things that I, when I accomplish something, whether it's in the podcast or with my business, I feel like that puts another chip on my shoulder as far as confidence level. So every time I do something good, I always am proud of myself and I celebrate those things because I, I'll say it, I live with bipolar disorder. And so I've spent so much time depressed and not happy with my life that I don't have fucking time for that. Like if I do something cool, you better fucking believe I'm stoked and I'm confident and I love myself and I love what I'm doing. And if I don't, then there's something wrong and I need to switch gears. And it's just something that as I've come into my own in that sense, it's something I want everyone to feel, you know, because people deserve to feel that way because you guys are doing amazing things. And like if Mads, if Mads and I didn't start a podcast because we saw that Lauren Elizabeth had a more successful podcast, we would never have created what we've created and met you guys and met all these people and have our live show tomorrow. So comparing yourself is only going to not make you take that first step. It's not going to change anything. If you're going to compare yourself, use it to inspire, not to make you shy away from something that you were actually supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think two people don't, this is not, our case but people don't like the attention sometimes from compliments <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what i don't like i like the attention when it's like i'm laughing like at you slash kind yeah. of with you 
but not like let's like get really serious and like yeah. whatever. Then I'm like, then that, I'm actually. like, I'm like, oh, no, 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 we're, we're just it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. This is like, service level. I don't, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like if people like at a birthday dinner, if people are saying all these things they love about you. I'm like, oh my god, please stop. Like I just, like, I don't know. Well, that's a lot of attention. That's like a yeah, lot well, that's of attention. I mean. like, but in that sense, I don't like that attention. Any other attention, I'm pretty good with. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. My friends, <laughs> that's back, good. my friends back home, literally, we've always played the affirmation game because we think it's like hilarious. Like my one friend will be drinking. She'll be like, let's all go around and give affirmations. And we're like, God damn it, Anna. Like, really? <laughs> so we've, I've gotten like so used to it because we always just, we get to like hold hands, look each other in the eye and go, kindness, your spirit and those freckles. <laughs> I wish you guys <laughs> were like, It's just freckles. so funny. I'm so like when, when I do affirmations now, like I can only think of it as like a funny game like i just deflect everything to humor basically but that's basically. fine that's part of your brand that, that's like that's who that's you what are. makes life fun though yeah little nug i almost yeah and uh, my sister just <laughs> almost, sat on, almost my baby. sat on luna i like literally had to push her away from oh sitting on looney tunes Gosh, so freaking cute yeah. i think it's weird that i make out with your dog no not at all go for I, it i think it's fine okay this one's definitely not for me due to the fact that i have whatever the opposite of this is but how to deal with fomo I'm more than happy missing Jomo. Everything. Yeah, Joy that's missing I have. out. Yeah, I have Jomo too. Yeah. Well, I do get FOMO sometimes. Like, it was interesting. Like, for New Year's, I didn't have any FOMO because I knew that all my friends were like in different places that I like physically couldn't get to. And like, I prepared myself for it. So I didn't care at all. But if like, all, like, if I didn't get, I'm like that meme that says, I don't want to come, but I want to be invited. Yeah. Like I, cause I want you to want me there, but then I don't need to come. Like that's enough. So it's still like a kind of a fear of FOMO, but it's more so like, I just want to make sure I'm wanted there and that I would be a good time. And then I have the satisfaction and I can stay in. So it's still not perfect. I actually get FOMO cause I don't live in LA and Mads does. So like she can hang out with you guys or like when you guys hung out, I was like, Oh, I physically cannot be there. Yeah. Then I got kind of FOMO, but that's usually it. Yeah. Do I get think- FOMO. I, I think it's more so I tie it back into like the comparison loop that happens with me in my head. It's not necessarily with my like direct friend group. Like I, I don't experience that as as much. I but think it's, it's more we we like in like spending time with ourselves. Yeah, like oh we we God. all have good self care and like yeah. good yeah. like things that we do and we work really hard, so we need that time to decompress. So I feel like once you figure out your own like passions and routines and stuff it's not at it's more of a treat when you get to see other people it's not like you're doing it because you have a fear of being left out yeah Yeah, you guys both Kenzie and Lauren you guys mentioned something on the part on mood when you guys were on it about how you love to be alone with yourselves and people from our boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) but like because people perceive you as these you know eccentric personalities it's the same exact uh perception on my end People think that I'm an extrovert, but I am an ambivert through and through. I love being alone. I get energy from being alone and I thrive that way. And I have, and it was interesting how you guys were talking about, you have these like polarities of yourself. Like you have this exciting and and energetic side, but then you also have this more introspective and reflective side. And that is literally me. Like, I don't think people understand that there is this whole other side to me that is like very regimented and professional and like just more but professional mads is professional <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i can see that knowing you though like right. that makes sense but i think 
No, I think I'm for sure an ambivert. Actually, when I was driving Wait, home- Wait, what's an ambivert? It's in the middle. In between introvert and extrovert. Oh, okay. I was thinking that on the way home because uh, I always was like, oh, I'm an extrovert, whatever. And then I Same. was like, I might even be an introvert at this point. And yeah. I think it changes throughout your life. Mm. But I love being by myself. I think also my boyfriend's been out of town for a week. So I've like really had some great time to myself. But I don't know- I think, okay, when I'm in Texas and like if you guys are all doing something, I'll for sure have FOMO. Mm. But I think that's like one of the rare cases that I would have FOMO, mm. you know? Yeah. Maybe it's like when you like physically can't get there. When you, you physically yeah. can't get yeah. there. Because if you can, you probably would say no because you want to stay yeah. home so you don't feel bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You're like, I want the option. I don't have the option. They're hanging out without me and I can't even be there. Like I yeah. get that with my friends back home. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh, they're all watching The Bachelorette and like I literally live across the country. Mm. But like if you were there, would you go? I mean, not, not every Monday night for sure. I mean, yeah. like, you guys are fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, someone else. I mean, we got a lot of questions about anxiety. I feel like we've all talked about that. So maybe that's why there were so many. But anxiety just... attracts anxiety. <laughs> yeah. <Our fans. laughs> Yikes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, um, just like day to day dealing with anxiety. Basically, yeah. That would be my question. <laughs> that's my question. And Here we go. And, and go. go. Um, well, that's making me anxious. This week, I actually had a lot of a lot a lot of anxiety and for me there is this like judgment spiral that and it's like a constant loop like I will feel anxious and then not do and like then I will stop working and then I'll be like oh my god I'm not working oh my god I'm now anxious about not working and now I'm anxious about judging myself but it's like a fucking it's exhausting and it doesn't ever help it doesn't ever alleviate the pressure it doesn't ever help it to end or to make me feel good. But for some reason, and that's something I'm really working on is this constant judgment cycle that happens in my head. But, you know, big things that, that help me obviously exercising. I do, I exercise every day. I meditate every day. I try to eat as clean and, you know, I'm a bloated princess. So like literally everything makes me bloated. So I just try to eat. So I feel like like nourished and like capable and yeah I don't know what other what are also you know Mads is having an actual rough week when she tells me that she loves me dearly over text so (gasps) well that was in light of the yeah but there's just a I I I mark them in my head (laughs) all the times that you've really been emotional and texted me and told me you loved me because it really doesn't happen a lot but those are good those are good tips well Great. Great. For me, my biggest thing is working out. I was telling Lauren this. I'm like, the reason I have to work out every morning is because it, I almost like, it's a release from anxiety. I like run my anxiety away. I almost don't even run, but whatever that means. I mean, sometimes I kind of do, no, but like, barely. No, working out for me, and I think it's similar for you, Kenzie, is it's all about mental clarity for me. Yes. It's not anything about physical. At like, all. Yes, I like to be strong, I guess, but... And I don't, it's not really how I look. It is it's, literally that's like a this release. If anything. Yeah, yeah, it's a ancillary benefit. Like I feel this insane release. And look, it's taken a long time. I've been working out consistently for like maybe ten years. So it's like it is a really hard habit to get into. But once you're there, like you you crave it. Like I wake up yeah. and I cannot start my day without it. I feel weird if I don't now. Yeah, I saw something today, and they were just talking about how so many people don't start something because they need motivation. And it's like, you don't need motivation. You just need discipline. So totally unrelated to anxiety. But I think just on 
like getting healthier just in general, whether it be like, so, like let's just say physically, it's more so discipline. I think starting anything is a lot more discipline than it is motivation because motivation will run out, but discipline doesn't, you know? Oh, I like that. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. No, I saw it on Twitter, so. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Now I, need to, now I need to use that so that I can start working out more. Because, like, I'm the same way where I go in the cycle. And, like, the... And so the biggest thing that I've learned is like, and I've obviously learned so much through therapy. So like my biggest tip is therapy. Mm. Amen. We are the same therapy whores over here. It's like, it's literally the best. And do I get anxious like leading up to it every Monday night? Like, yeah. But once I'm there, it's, it's like working out. It's like, oh, do I go? Do I not go? And then you're there and you're like, this is amazing. But it's really like the shame. Like every time I'll be like, yeah. And then I ate this pizza and then I didn't work out and I blah, blah, blah. And she was like, do you not remember that like the past five days you've been so anxious and you've worked so hard? Like, why are you shaming yourself for doing? those things like so it's a lot about like not shaming and judging myself like for sure because I as long as I don't lean too far to the other side and get like too lazy because I'm being so lenient on myself I really like to have that those times where if I am anxious and I need to stop working I do and I don't shame myself for it like I just let it happen because I know that it's not going to last forever and I like I'm too motivated of a person to not get back up so it's just really anti-productive for me counterproductive to shame myself while I'm trying to reset because then I'm not like recharging or resetting at all yeah that's a that's a really good point is you know at your core you are a motivated person like there's no scenario where you would actually just like stop working for a week so I think I need to remember that too is like when I stop when I stop and I just have to take a moment or take even a day like yeah it needs to be something that is with ease and is and is accepted and just I I, yeah there's a there's a spiral and it need it just like has to stop because you would never feel that way if you had like the flu yeah you'd never be like I'm it I'm so fucking lazy and stupid I can't believe I have the flu like you just be like I'm sick I can't come into work like such a crazy difference when you think about it yeah no one would ever people would be like please stay home if you had the flu but if you're like I'm suffering from a lot of anxiety they'd be like well just fucking work work and push through when I have like insane anxiety that I can't control I always say the serenity prayer which comes from AA And it's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So I view my life and I put stuff into a category of I can change this. I can't change this. So things that you can't change, it just makes you, it calms me down to know I can't change it. So there's no point in worrying about it. And then these are the things I can change to make my situation better. Okay, let's put my energy there. It's just a really nice reminder. Yeah, Control is really... Reality versus... Like yeah, feelings. Yeah, like, totally. What am I feeling? What's actually happening? Totally, totally. It's also, a really nice way to check in. Did they say that in Cheer? Did you guys I watch don't Cheer? watch Cheer. It's, it's a Christian it prayer. Yes. Oh, Scott, you know Christian prayers? Yes, I do. Wow. Hey, Mazel. <laughs> <laughs> I think too. For me, like I, if I just like take a day, I'm really. I have to basically give myself almost a set amount of time because I will just take the day into another day and into another day and I'm just out of it. And I find like I was sick recently and I was like, oh yeah, totally fine. Like, oh, whatever. And then I ended up being sick for the week. And at the end of that week, it was so hard for me to like get back into my routine. And so I have to like, that's what I was thinking about when all like I was actually having this whole thing like playing in my head like a few weeks ago. And I'm like, I have to figure out and it might not even be for every single situation, but I have to figure out at what point I like make myself because then I just get to this point of almost like 
not feeling sorry for myself, but more so just not even like I like lack motivation, which is not like who I am. Like I'm very like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to do that, whatever. So I have to at some point, like I'll give myself the day and then I don't the next day. Like I don't really want to get out of bed and do things, but I make myself. So what I have done the past few times this has happened is I like will either, I mean, I'll normally book a workout class and then on top of booking a workout class, I'll make sure a friend is booked and like, they don't know I'm doing this on purpose, but it's like, I'm not going to like cancel. I'll, Cause if I really don't want to go, I'll pay the cancellation fee. But if my friend's there, I'm not going to bail on a friend. So I do things like that. And then once I just go and work out, like that already helps me a lot to like get on with the day you know what I mean and I kind of yeah. just like it holds you clarity. accountable too yeah exactly. a lot of the physical health too like I always say making your bed and like taking a shower like sounds like stupid but like if you literally like physically take care of yourself and physically take care of your environment even if you're feeling shitty like you're gonna feel a little less shitty by like being clean like the, it's like if you let yourself go completely like it's gonna be way harder to get yeah. back into tapping it tapping into things that you can control yeah. I think that's that's something I've learned is like you need to release what you can't and then figure out ways that you can. That's why I just said, you. bitch. Oh. <laughs> <Zane>. <laughs> okay, last question. These are the fuck these, in my phone. Sorry. Do you, is that it right there behind the right? Here? That, I think that's mine. Oh. It's good. I'm good. Well, I'm good. Lauren. Great. Well, we'll find it. I'll call it. Okay. These are more themes than questions because I just got the themes of the most asked questions. So a lot of people are asking how to find good friends. And then there was more specific questions on like, okay, I'm actually meeting people, but how do I trust that this is going to actually be like a good friendship, which I kind of took into account of like, you know, when you meet someone and you like Lauren and I were kind of saying we feel like we kind of immediately know like, oh, this is going to be like, we're going to be friends or we're not. And I've made the mistake plenty of times of like meeting someone and being like, oh my gosh, yes. And then becoming too close to them too quick and then realizing, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe this isn't it. So first question would be how to like make good friendships, especially like, let's take this more of like a post high school, college kind of thing. I think you, know? you have to, hard. I think you I think the biggest thing for me is you have to realize that every friendship is going to be different. Like every friend is, has a different purpose. Like I have a friend that if I, if I get a flat tire on the side of the road, I know which friend I'm going to call. If I want to go to a nice restaurant for dinner, I know which friend I'm going to call. If I want to do X, Y, or Z, like they're not every friendship has to be the exact same and they don't have to be as deep or as surface. Like you can have so many di different types of friends. So it also allows you to be more open to meeting new people because you know going into it like oh I'm not going here to make a new best friend but like maybe this will be a friendship like for something like I know that I can always like walk down the street and play rummy cube and like go to you guys for work advice and like anxiety and like all this stuff and then there's friends where I'm like oh like I know I can go on a double date with this person or whatever it is because we're evolving people as well so I think like making new friends you just have to be open to it and not have expectations because not every you don't have to say oh I need friends that are all like this you can have all different kinds of friends and then like the ones you end up spending the most time with like yeah those are your best friends but then you're allowed to have other friends that like yeah I see every once in a while and then I have my best friends that I text every day like there's so many different kinds of friends so as long as you're just open to making them and figuring it out it's a lot easier to be open to it and like you were saying don't go into it too fast 
that's a good way because you're like, oh, I'm going to figure out like which type of friend this is. So then you're not just jumping in like, oh, my God, we're best friends. Like, no offense, like in your 20s and stuff, like it's kind of like childish, not high school anymore. Like, you don't have a click in like a BFF. Like yeah. you have all these different like I consider so many people my good friends because they're so good in different ways. Yeah, I agree it's with that. so weird for me because I went to the same school from kindergarten to 12th grade and it was like there was 28 kids in my grade. Oh my, my gosh. Class. And then my friends, their parents were best friends with my parents. And so it was really more of a community family. And so I never had experience making friends. I didn't have to. And most of my best friends, except for maybe two, three are all from kindergarten. So I, this is not the best question for me because I still I, have those. Like I have the same best friends for the past 11 years, yeah. but then i also have other friends that I consider good friends. Like those are like my family. Like those are my people. Like they're going to be my wedding, but that doesn't mean like they're going to be the only people at my wedding. But everyone knew that I've met. It was because I either moved to a city and they were my roommate or I met them through podcasting like with you guys yeah like well, that we, was, we had like an intimate yeah. setting like we got yeah. to know each other for an hour you know what i mean yeah i was about to say if you want to make friends start a podcast, start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true because our i guess work is is somewhere where you and this is our work as well so like yeah so any i mean people that you meet through that and friends of friends i mean i don't really advise like you to be like so so close with your coworkers to the point unless you're on like a lateral level then with them but then one gets promoted yeah like, it's a little messy in that realm i've never found like actually no both of my jobs i i've you were promoted or they no, were promoted no i got good friends oh got it i was promoted <laughs> too <laughs> <laughs> win <laughs> but yeah it's, I don't know really, like, I, it's I'm really, so bad at, I'm it's so really bad at making like, friends it's like what you're doing like I think like a lot of my girlfriends I've met through my boyfriend a lot of mm -hmm. my girlfriends I've met through work a lot of my girlfriends I've met when I did have a desk job mm -hmm. but now like they see each other every day because I left so like we have grown up like you also can grow apart from friends it's like you kind of meet them based on like where you are in your life and what interests you and where you're going like you don't have to go out of your way to make your friend make friends you have to just like make them where you are but also there has to be I know people talk about when they meet like a significant other or a boy or girl they want to meet a relationship with there's that there's that chemistry there's that spark mm. I feel like I have to have that spark with someone pretty early on for me to pursue that friendship so oh, yeah. yeah with you guys we had a spark immediately it was like when we were done podcasting we're like okay great we're friends yeah so I mean I, you have to you have to feel it out you have to you know if you feel something for that person or if you have a connection with that person or there's that chemistry there on a friendship level then that might be worth you know hanging out more or doing this or doing that and then just kind of seeing how that goes but for me there has to be that initial yeah like uh, like you feel comfortable like what, after we podcasted with the two of you we were like oh we're friends like yeah. that was great you know yeah but some people and it's fine if that doesn't happen like we've interviewed so many girls and a lot of them aren't our friends like that's like the worst part of this job is like having to like meet people for the first time and like do a podcast and then i'm like oh my god like are they gonna hate me like am i gonna hate them like this is so awkward like so i get it yeah. like how making friends can seem really hard because i see it as like a podcasting thing don't they have i always wondered if i ever moved to a new city and i didn't and i had like nobody i don't I feel know like i would i feel like i would go on bumble friends oh, like I bumble agree. has a because I, I can't do, do the dating apps because i'm married so i feel like i would do the friend app. yeah i wouldn't mind like doing it. it's almost like i mean like also like i made internet friends my whole life so i feel like yeah, bumble friends true. wouldn't be weird to me i feel like mm -hmm. it's cool to like at least feel out like it's it's available so why not just try cool. it yeah i think it's cool also, i like cut to a bumble yeah. <laughs> bumble friends ad all right guys oh my god <laughs> stop i wish um also join a book club 
Oh, I think that's, that's a good. good that's a, that's a, yeah. That's Facebook a good one. group, podcast that's, group. Okay, I was just yes. going to say Facebook group. I have run into groups of girls hanging out multiple times that met in my Facebook group. Wow. My podcast. That's so cool. It's the that's... coolest thing ever. And I was actually really thinking about them. I don't know what I would do. I moved to LA, but I knew so many people because of YouTube already, like internet yeah. friends that I'd known for years. Even today, like one of my best friends, she's in town. Since one of my, like, literally since I was like 15, 16 years old, I'm 22. And we met online. We've never lived in the same state. I mean, we've traveled together like probably 20 times or something, but like we see each other a lot. But yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I think I would just do a Facebook group. I really do. I don't know what else I would do. It's 2020. Get on the internet, make some friends. Get on the internet. It was weird when we were 16 doing it, but now it's kind of normal. (laughs) Now it's cool for you guys. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Get at it. I don't Love even it. know how to make friends now that I'm really thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. We say that, but then like we all meet, became friends like yeah. this yeah. year. It's so weird. Because it just happened organically. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just have to let things happen organically. Like you don't need quantity. You need quality. So if you don't yeah. have quality yet, like stop looking. You don't need to be like searching for more friends. Like, of course mm-hmm. you can put yourself out there, but like you don't need a bunch of friends that are shitty. You just like find like a couple, like you're fine. Also what I love doing is if you're, if this person is like, I moved to a new city and I don't know anybody become really familiar with the local coffee shop, right? Like right. just start there, like have them know your order, know the people's names behind the counter. It just makes you feel as if you're part of a community. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The, the people, the guy I get my wine from, his name is Sam and know him. He knows me. We're great. You know, you know, just knowing people. friends with Sam. Oh yeah. Sam and I are, Sam and I are tight. Have you guys Except I said outside? Of the wine Except I said store. fuck and he was really mad at me. He's Ooh. like a, he's like an old Iranian guy and um he was like no foul language in here. He and I was like oh, sorry Sam, you obviously don't like me for who I am. <laughs> I've yeah. also oh, actually made God. a lot of friends at Pilates now that I think about it. Yeah, workout classes are yeah. great way. Oh, I've got a girl's number at Pilates yeah. one time. Yeah. I Ooh, made a little you got the digits? Yeah, that well, actually, for her number. you know I don't text, so yeah, I, I so did the DMs. it fell there yeah. or no? Okay, no, I, yeah. I was like, give me your Instagram because I will not text you back. Yeah. Lauren will actually DM me before I even DM her something. Like, she'll reply to something <laughs> in 0.2 seconds. Yeah. The DM, I've never Goes met someone who's better at Instagram DMs than Lauren. You, you are you, very good. You should see my text. I don't reply to anyone. No, I will literally like, we'll be DMing and I'm like, check this. You need to reply to this. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. this. Or I'm like, oh, is this good? Like, She'll be like, yeah. I DM'd you or I texted you. Does this work? Like on DMs. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, back to this. Like, actually. Okay, so we've been recording for, I think like an hour. Oh, wow. Wow, that went by Matt really fast. a spray tan. Oh, I'm really excited to sell the show juice? tomorrow. I hope you guys bring Lauren. Yeah. Just a thought. <laughs> I think Lauren Stay will. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned just to see what happens. But love you guys. Thanks for coming on. Love Thanks you. for having us, Kenzie. Yay. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you guys did, let me know by leaving a nice little rating and review. The Facebook group, as always, is linked down below. You guys don't want to miss out. It's super fun right now, as well as the mailing list for the newsletter. You guys really don't want to miss out because all the links are in there. All the ways that you guys can save some money, everything is in there. So love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys next week.